Happy Halloween, people. Happy Halloween. You know, some things are scarier than others. Recently, I had a friend. He was a big fan of the pullout method, right? He's like, I'm the best at the pullout method. And then, you know, he turned out not to be the best. And that's that's a scary thing, right? And the whole thing is he's a, you know, he's, he's a little conservative, right? So he's upset at how he pulled out of Afghanistan. But the thing is, he has no right to be judging anybody else's pullout strategy, right? I mean, he, he left a few stragglers, personally, you know? And that's that's the weird thing is... Uh, I was kind of I was kind of aroused when we left Afghanistan personally, right? I was aroused. I feel bad about it, but I was aroused when we left Afghanistan. And so I gave myself a dishonorable discharge. You know, and speaking of my discharge, speaking of my stuff, I look pretty progressive, right? I mean, I'm a, you know, I think I'm a, I'm a somewhat progressive person. I feel like my kids would be progressive too, right? Like I feel like my sperm is pretty progressive, right? Like it hasn't decided if it's going to be a boy or a girl. It's just gender fluid. So send me an email. So right, send me an email. Tell me how you failed at the pull-out method. Or tell me what's going on in your life. GrantBosom11 at gmail.com. I want to hear. Right on in. I'll reveal it here. I won't reveal your name. But I'll reveal your issues for my, my mass audience of 11 people. Sound good? Speaking of issues, right now this podcast is dedicated to one of my, uh, my good friends. My good friend's Alex. My good friend's Alex's shoulder. Yeah, popped his shoulder out and like at Gold's Gym acting like 1980s Arnold Schwarzenegger hero, right? You know, just kind of uh, bench pressing, right? Back to the good old 80s standards, right? You know, all the guys just looking at him like, how much could you bench? Like, I could bench this much and that much. And now like, you know, benched so much his goddamn shoulder popped out. But at some point, that's like a good point, you know? Like, you have to bench a decent bit for your shoulder to pop out. Like, you kind of got to respect someone who can pop their shoulder out throughout a workout. Like, most of us probably couldn't work out enough to pop our shoulder out. So that's your test, right? Try to work out enough when you don't have shoulders anymore. That's my test for you. Write it on your email. See how it works. So shout out to Alex, you know? He's just been over there hanging out, like, taking goddamn uh, pain pills, right? Like most of America, right? He's just playing his old Fallout games. I love it. He's just, he's on his vibe, right? He's just doing what, like, you know, I would do in sixth grade if I was stuck in a bed all the time, but now he's taking pain pills, right? So he's kind of like doing the American industrial worker. You know, he's just chilling out, playing some Fallout, and it's beautiful. Best of luck to you. I hope the games are going good, G. You know, do you know who needs to be, my grandma needs to be taking her goddamn pain pills. She's just always in pain, right? That's the first thing you, that's the first thing she says when I talk to her. I'm like, how are you? She's like, I'm in pain. It's like, it would have been nice to hear good, you know? It would have been nice to hear something different. I called her the other day because I wanted to, I called her a few, you know, I called her like a few days before that and she didn't answer. And I was like, oh my God, she's probably dead, right? She always is just going, I think I'm going to die, I think this is my last Christmas and it keeps not being. So I keep like up in the gifts, you know? And that's the thing. It's like at some point I'm going to buy her a new car and let's like, she can't even drive, you know? I'm just trying to become like grandson of the year award. So I just keep getting her better and better gifts because she's like, this is the last, this is the last Christmas, I'm sure. It's not, you know, so best of luck. I hope you make a lot of years, Grandma, but but you can't keep saying it's your last year because then I'm getting the best Christmas gifts for you. If I was like thinking it was like just another year, I'd be getting regular Christmas gifts for you because usually people don't get that good at Christmas gifts for their grandma. They usually just get like socks or some shit. I'd be getting you socks, but over here I'm getting you goddamn orchids, you know, and she's just going... Seven days, you know, she's very much like the rain. Seven days, seven days, this is my last Christmas. It's never her last Christmas. And I don't want to be a last Christmas because I love her. But yeah, that's the thing is, uh, 
don't, you know, don't kind of come on in the phone call and be like, oh, grandma, I'm glad you're okay. Because then she's going to go, I know you're thinking I'm dead. And I, I want to be dead too, Grant. But you can't keep saying it's your last year because then I'm getting the best Christmas gifts for you. If I was like thinking it was like just another year, I'd be getting regular Christmas gifts for you because usually people don't get that good at Christmas gifts for their grandma. They usually just get like socks or some shit. I'd be getting you socks, but over here I'm getting you goddamn orchids, you know? And she's just going, seven days, you know? She's very much like the ring. Seven days, seven days, this is my last Christmas. It's never her last Christmas. And I don't want to be her last Christmas because I love her. But yeah, that's the thing is uh, don't, you know, don't kind of come on in the phone call and be like, oh, grandma, I'm glad you're okay. Because then she's going to go, I know you're thinking I'm dead. And I, I want to be dead too, Grant. Tucker Carlson, the cat, get the old enough. I'm done with this place. Just kill me now. Her and my mom probably want the same goddamn birthday and Christmas gift, you know? But I'm not going to do it, right? Killing your grandma? That's just that's just sad. You know, and I, I don't think my grandma would be, you know, proud of, like, sometimes like, I use my grandma. Like, we all use our grandma for different ways, right? Like, some of us use it for emotional fulfillment. Some are like, I'm a good person. I gave my grandma a call. It's like, well, maybe. You know, you're also a person. You could be a piece of shit. You are a piece of shit, but you're beautiful and you're a piece of shitness. You understand? That's what makes you unique. You're a sunflower of shit, and I love you for it. You know? Um, or, like, like me, I use my grandma in different ways too, right? Like, that's the thing is, I still need her alive because I use her as my, like, deterrent for sex so I could last longer, right? Like, my, my grandma's way better than those goddamn gas station boner pills. She lasts much longer, right? Because here's the thing. My girlfriend and I were going. We're having a fun time, right? Might be a little doggy style sex. My calves can't handle it. They're flopping the wind like Dumbo's ears. I'm about to fly away. She's like, keep going. I'm trying. You know, these calves, these calves are like, just fucking do it now. Just do it now. And as I'm about to, right, I just imagine my grandma. And it's beautiful. You should always imagine your grandma. Grandmas are like the best thing. Because like, first of all, it's just, I just imagine those English teeth. I just imagine her going, oh, let's talk about Q. And it's very hard. It's very hard to nut when you hear about English Q, you know? So, yeah, she's just going. And I guess I'm just going. And my girlfriend's like, keep going. And she's like, wait, why'd you stop? And it's like, I'm stopping because I'm just imagining my grandma, you know? And it's very tough. So then that's what grandmas are great to turn. If you guys want to last longer, right? Here's, here's my, you know, there's a bunch of YouTube videos about how to last longer in bed. Here's my last longer in bed. Imagine your grandma at the very last second. And if you come, you're a monster and you should probably kill yourself. You know, if you come while you look at your grandma's face, it's over. It's over, G. I don't know what you want me to say. Like, there's no redemption arc for your character, you know? So, yeah, she's, she's like, but then, like, after I think about my grandma, I kind of get a little, like, you know, I'm not fully in the mood. And then after that, I just start having existential realizations during doggy style sex. Does this happen to anybody else? Right? Like, you're just going for it, and then halfway through, you're like, this is the best thing in the world. And I still can't tell if this is, like, fate, you know? And you're just, like, going back and forth. You're like, do we have any free will at all? And she's like, Grant, what's going on? And I'm just like, were you planning to say that? You know? I don't know. It's weird, right? Like, I feel like doggy style sex, you just have these weird existential crises halfway through. I don't know about the woman's perspective. I can imagine she's just like over there looking at like, you know, my photos of my goddamn parents' wedding or something on the wall. And she's just like, why am I, you know, why am I still doing this? And then she imagines her grandfather. Probably not, right? She's probably not imagining her grandfather like I'm imagining my grandma. My, my girlfriend's actually a good person. Yeah. I mean, I like doggy style sex. That's so the best position, I think. I mean, I don't know. 
I think when they ride you, it's fun. I mean, Missionary's fun, too. Don't get me wrong. Missionary's fun. It's just I can't get the 1980s sounds of bam, 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 bam. Watching every motion in this foolish lover's game. And I'm just hearing that, like, in the middle of Missionary Sex. And I'm just like, well, this this ain't good. You know, this is this is not good. So, yeah, doggy style sex, the best position. Because at least you get to have the existential crises that we all need to be fulfilled humans, right? So, might be free will, might not be. You never know unless you imagine your grandma having doggy style sex. Doggy style sex? Not donkey. Donkey. And you guys might be going, huh, Grant, you're already talking about Christmas. Yeah, you know why I want to talk about Christmas? Because the supply chains are falling apart. And that's okay. That's okay. How sad is it that in this country... We all need Christmas just to keep the economy running, right? Like if there is no Christmas, right? Like if the Grinch stole Christmas, the economy falls in the free fall and it's goddamn 1929. You know, that's really all this country relies on is a giant fake Santa. Really, that's all we rely on is fake Santas at the end of the year. And I, I love it personally. But I've been hearing, you know, I, I listen to I listen to spook news where they're like, everything's going to fall apart. And my, my, my mailman conspiracies like, Everything's going to fall apart, Grant. I'm like, all right, well, you at least have, like, solar power and, like, water going to your house. I'm like, you, you seem like you know what you're doing. So I want to go buy all my Christmas gifts early, so I want to make sure I got good Christmas gifts, you know? Because, yeah, it's just, you know what it is? It, it's, it's that the whole country relies on Christmas to survive, right? Like, that's all we rely on is Christmas, Black Friday. Like, if those holidays weren't here, this, the economy would be in shambles and free fall. And the other thing is I just don't feel like enough truckers are doing math anymore, right? Like meth and truckers were the backbone of the American supply chain. The American supply chain, someone told me, is a miracle. It is. And it's because a bunch of truckers in goddamn rural states are saving this country by doing a bunch of meth and driving across the coast, right? Sometimes people get whacked and they get flipped over by these giant trucks. And it's all in the price of the supply chain. You understand, people? The supply chain is very important. How else, how else are we going to get Christmas gifts, okay? So sometimes you got to get railroaded by meth head truckers. But how else are they supposed to make these insane hours? And now it's like, you know, everybody's kind of thinking about, everybody's kind of thinking about like, oh, what do I want to do? You know, COVID kind of changed my perspective on my job. And now meth head truckers are going, do I really want to be doing meth and picking up lot lizards? And the economy's in shambles. It's in free fall. You know? So, I don't know. I guess, I guess the lesson is we need the self-driving cars now, right? Like, put the self-driving trucks on the road. Fuck it, right? Let's go. I, I know they've had a few accidents. I know, they've, I know they've whacked into a few people in San Francisco. Why not? Put them, up, put them on the road, right? Keep the meth head truckers who still want to do meth. The other truckers who want to hang out with their families and actually enjoy their lives, screw them. Not in the supply chain. We're going to replace them with the robots that aren't finished yet. What do you think? Robot truckers and meth head truckers, and they will save American supply chain for Christmas, right? Like now, now it's this weird episode of the sitcom, right? And it's, can Joe Biden save Christmas? And he's going up against the Grinch and the Grinch is truckers not wanting to do meth. And that is how complex the supply chain is in America. So people, next time you get anything, be happy and think some trucker did a bunch of meth and almost ran a lady off the road for me for this and be thankful, right? We're not thankful for the shit we have and we should be. So be thankful. Thank the truckers for doing meth, right? Because how else would they get to goddamn Florida to California in three days? You ever tried that? I tried Seattle. I, I got Seattle like five days. 
And I didn't do any math. No math on me, baby. And I know it's such like a value judgment. Like I'm judging you for doing math. It's like, no, no, I'm just wishing I had the willpower to do what you do. Math long haul drives are no joke. And we really need to thank the truckers for doing it, right? You know, the thing is, is this, this country relies on you, right? There needs to be how Joe Biden saved Christmas. Right now, Christmas is in trouble because the supply chains are failing, right? And so I'm trying to buy my Christmas gifts early. And yeah, that needs to be like how the Grinch stole Christmas. It needs to be how Joe Biden saved the Christmas. And do you know who the Grinch is? It's all these goddamn people deciding to sober up and better their lives and spend more time with their families instead of doing meth long haul trucking so we could get we we get new shit we don't need for Christmas. And so Joe Biden just needs to convince these truckers to take meth again. That's the whole thing. Everybody's gonna say he needs to hire more workers on the docks. No, no, no. We have a trucker shortage here, people. We need to get the people to take more meth. I'm a marketing major, right? This is this a good question. How do you convince the population? to do more drugs to save the economy. And that needs a lot of research, you know? So Joe Biden, we need to figure out, right? we need to start pouring dollars into McKinsey and company. We need to figure out how we are going to get truck drivers to keep doing meth and stop trying to hang out with their families. Because these truck drivers with meth, they also pose, they pose a huge political party that could be joined. That's the thing. There's two giant underrepresented voting blocks that did not exist 20 years ago. And it's the junkie vote and the Q vote. And once you have both of these, I think you're a shoe in for president, right? Because no one votes in this country. So as mayor, I'm going to go in for the junkie vote and the Q vote. You guys are going to wonder how I'm going to do this. First of all, there's a lot of overlap with both of them. Believe it or not, the junkie vote and the Q vote sometimes have the same value structure. It's strange. But so the junkie vote, I just go, okay, if you're going to be a truck driver, you save Christmas, you let people buy a bunch of shit in December that they threw away by February. You deserve a prize. So we'd give them free math, right? If you're a trucker and you want to do free math, by all means, you save the supply chain. The supply chain runs on meth and bad decisions. And we need to encourage those so the supply chain can keep going. The next, the Q vote. How would I get the Q vote? It's very simple. You just occasionally drop in a who is Q. You're like, you know, and I want to do this for Bozeman, and I want to fix the roads. And does anybody know who Q is? And before they could even say, did he, did he just say that? You just drop on the next thing. You know, that's how you get these two represented markets. There's a lot of similarities. Once you get one, you probably get the other. So there you go. That's how you save Christmas. That's how you get two new voting blocks. Uh, we need to save Christmas. Christmas might be dying. And this this is this is our section for obituaries. The first obituary was the the film lady with 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 Alec Baldwin, right? You know, just got, just walked in there every other day, right? Just assumed, hey, this guy on 30 Rock's not going to kill me. Well, she was wrong, unfortunately. You know, sometimes that happens. I feel like that's a good way to get typecasted, too. Like, Alec Baldwin's not going back to acting, you know? It's like, he's like Daniel Radcliffe with Harry Potter, right? It's, it's like, now he's that guy who shot someone. He's no longer that guy from 30 Rock. He's that guy who blasted someone on a, on a film set. And it's hard to walk back from that. That's kind of reputation gone, right? As I was his agent, I'd be like, you know, we just need to portray you as a killer now, right? Like now he could be the bad guy in a Law & Order SVU, right? They're always paying a lot of money for guest actors. He could just be the, like the quintessential bad guy. They'd be like, I wonder who it is. And Alec Baldwin will walk in like, and he'll be like doing his 30 Rock impressions. That's my, that's my thing with Alec Baldwin. He's got a, he's got a weird relationship with guns. Some might say it's complicated. Shout out to Meryl Street. I love you, girl.
Good for you, Meryl Streep. It was a great movie. I love that movie. But that was basically my family life. It was like these two guys trying to have sex with this, this one girl, my mother. My mom is Meryl Streep in this movie. You know, I'm just hanging out with all of them. I'm hanging out with uh, the Pink Panther. I'm hanging out with Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin would be my dad. The Pink Panther, Steve, would be, uh, he'd be Steve, right? Steve Carell? Steve Carell would be Steve. It, it's literally, like, it's complicated. It was my life. It's just everybody who just keeps going and going like, I love your mother. Let's keep hanging out with her. And then divorces later, you know. So that was, you know, It's Complicated was was my was my childhood. Go watch It's Complicated if you get a chance. I, I love that movie, personally. Just because Alec Baldwin's just, it's, he's a sleazebag, which is how it is, you know. That's why I don't feel really too bad for him. You know, if this was Timothy Chalamet, I'd be crying. Or if Timothy Chalamet by accident whacked someone, I'd be, oh my God. But Alec Baldwin got pretty lucky. Right, like he's not particularly hot. I just have more. I guess have more sympathy for hot people, right? Like if Timothy Chalamet went and whacked someone, it'd be like, oh my god, it's a tragedy. But it's, it's Alec Baldwin. I mean, look at his face. He looks. He looks. He looks grimy. He looks like he'd shoot someone on set. Also, could you imagine walking on the set that day and be like, you know, it's just a great day. I don't see what's gonna go wrong, right? Or just like the rat race, right? It's like, oh, all my days are the same. I keep driving in nonstop traffic for this. You know, every day is the same. I got to look at Alec Baldwin's face. I got to, you know, I got to drive every day. I got to look at Alec Baldwin's face. I got to look at his money. I got to see his talent. There's not much. And I got to wonder how he lives in a house like that. It's like, well, maybe you don't have to tomorrow. Speaking of people, you know, who died, let's talk about Colin Powell, first black secretary of the United States who lied to the United Nations and killed over 500,000 people. So... You know, Guinness World Record book, right? But I'm not particularly sad about it because, you know, he lied. He lied to like, what? Is it? He lied to the UN. He just walked up. He's like, hey, you know, you see this little vial? Better invade a little country, you know. So then he he walked into the UN with this little vial uh, of powder and said it was like chemical agent. Who knows what it could have been? It could have been, you know, it, it was probably cornstarch realistically. He's probably, he probably collected in storage disease too. It's probably cornstarch. So he walked on in, you know, and then he lied to the UN. And that's okay. Sometimes you got to lie to the UN. Sometimes you got to lie. You know, the guy, you know, a little oops, a little oopsie, right? We've all done that, right? You, you say sign and you're like, you know what? That might not have been true. And that probably was what he was doing, right? He's at the UN. They're like, hey, uh, does the leader of Iraq have nuclear weapons or a poison weapons or whatever kind of weapons that we designate as bad weapons now? And he's like, yeah. Do you see this little vial? He's like, that's all the weapons. And it's like, well, we all been there. Oops. You know, you ever make a mistake, you you, you think you're right. Like, like I, I do this in fights occasionally, right? You think you're right for like the first hour. You're like, yeah, yeah. And then halfway through, you're like, you know what? I think I'm an asshole. I feel like that's a tough move to walk back, though, when we're like, oh, do you have, like, the boots on the ground? Is like he's realizing halfway he's an asshole. He's like, you know what? I, I might have botched that one as there's, like, boots on the ground and we're already in Fallujah. So, Colin Powell, you died. I mean, I'm not happy when someone dies of COVID, right? But I'm not particularly sad that he died of COVID. I'm just kind of neutral. I feel like, I feel like his relationship with his wife died a long time ago because you kind of can't walk that one back. Right, like once you drop the ball and invade a neutral country and kill a bunch of random people for money, it's kind of tough to have like a stable functioning relationship with your wife, right? Like she's like, "Honey, did you bring out the trash cans?" You're like, "I promise, I brought the trash cans." She's like, "Well, you also promised there was nuclear weapons in Iraq." It's like you can't walk that back, you know? She's like, "Hey, Colin, could you come in here?" 
she's like, now, how do I look in this dress? You know, they're about to go hang out with, you know, Dick Cheney over there. They're about to go dance over like, you know, it's some like oil refinery. Right. And so she has to pick out the right dress. She's like, Hey, does this dress make me look fat? He's like, no, you look beautiful. She's like, well, you know, you also did lie to the United Nations. Like I might just change my dress. Like she's, she probably takes a decent bit of time changing. Right. Cause she just doesn't believe his opinion at all. I don't know. Best of luck, Colin. I feel like that's, you know, I would say, uh, here's the issue. Here's, here's the issue, Colin, is you just weren't hot enough to to replace your sins. You know, that's that's the thing. It's like, there's a pretty big gaff, you know? There's a pretty big gaff, Colin, that you just kind of drop the ball on. You know, you got a little peer pressure. It happens. We all sink to peer pressure. But you got a little peer pressure more than most. And you're not you're not hot enough to like overcompensate. Like this is this is why I think Barack Obama was the last great president. Cause he was sexy as hell. All the girls want to fuck him. Every woman wanted to fuck him. My girlfriend, my girlfriend tells me how much she wants to fuck him. She wants to fuck JFK too, because Marilyn Monroe did. But JFK also, I think he he had like a bad back, so he could only have like cowgirl. He's not having a, you know, he's not having existential realizations about Cuba taking it from the back, you know? So he's, so yeah, she likes him, but she says Obama's second. Cause you know, she has, she likes, she wants to be Maryland. I get it. Maryland's cool, right? She's hanging out, you know, on New York subway, uh, subway ditches, right? Laying wind blowing or her thing. She's cool. She, she, she grabs life by the, by the steam. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. So, but she's like Barack Obama. I'm like, yeah, if Barack Obama ever like leaves, if he ever leaves, uh, I forgot what her name was. Uh, yeah, uh, Michelle, Michelle, you know, I'm sorry. Like I remember her as the lady who cured obesity. Right? She was just like force feeding kids carrots. She's the reason why I walk my dog five times a day or three times. Right? I'm like Michelle Obama. So the kids need 30 minutes a day. I, I'm Michelle Obama is the reason why I walk my dog every day. Shout out to Michelle. But if he left her, you know, if Barack ever leaves Michelle and he, he looks, he gives, uh, gives Savannah a call. Right? He's like, Hey, look, the whole NSA thing. We got your number. What can I say? I don't need to ask if you for your number. Also, you know, I'm hanging out with like a ton of like billionaires and whatnot. I don't need to ask for your number. I, I know how to get your number. I have my ways. And he's like, hey, Savannah, you know, uh, I think you're really gorgeous. And I, I've been watching you from our spy satellites because we have that good of 1080p spy satellites. And I would like to ask you on a date. And she goes, hey, Grant, could I, could I go on a date? And definitely. Because like, if you're going on a date with Obama, you're going to try to fuck. You're not just going to try to like kiss and let him see what happens to you. It's Obama. And that's the issue, Colin, is you weren't hot as Obama was. You know, Obama, he made a few gaffes. He dropped a few bombs, you know. Shit happens. Shit happens. You know, sometimes you drop the ball too, you know. Sometimes you get like, peer pressured by military contractors. It happens. But he was hot enough to make up for it. You know what I'm saying? And you just you're just not hot enough. That's that's my whole thing. You gotta that's how you guys are gonna know if I'm ever running for Bozeman mayor. Everybody's like, Are you gonna be running to be the mayor of Bozeman? If I ever when I run, not if I ever, but when I run, here's what you guys are gonna see. You guys are gonna see me with a shaved head. And a six pack. And so until you see that, no, I'm not running for Bozeman Mayor. But when you see that, no, I am running. Like I'm on my way to Montana. See you later. So yeah, hot presence, what we need. And I feel like I'd only be an effective mayor of Bozeman if I was hot. Right? Think about this. I'd be hot. I'd have the junkie in the queue vote. And then I could also I could I could grab a beer with us common folks, right? We'd smoke a few joints, take some gooms. That's my pitch. That's my pitch to run. I'm the I'm the, the candidate whose looks good. He knows how to maintain his body. He's got a six pack. Look, he's bald. Shave his head. You don't need to worry about him not having a, have, having a balding spot. Having people take advantage of that, right?
Like, once you have a balding spot and you're in a position of power, hat makers could take advantage of you. They wouldn't take advantage of me. And then I'd also take gooms, right? A lot of a lot of your uh, political leaders, they don't take gooms, right? Like, I feel like Trump, if he took if he took mushrooms, he would probably, he'd probably kill himself. It'd, it'd, be, a, it'd be a flip, you know? He'd be like, oh, huh. I did all that stuff in the 80s and kicked it by other buildings, you know, plus the whole president stuff. You know, let's let's talk about the 80s. You know, he he definitely couldn't do gooms. I feel like Bernie is a big fan of the gooms. Bernie's definitely a big fan of gooms. So is Acasio, but Bernie's done it more. Bernie's living in Vermont. Acasio, you know, she lives in New York, right? She doesn't have too much time to take gooms. Um, yeah, I, I, I would join the very few who have. And that'd be one of my claims to fame is I'd go, you know, I'm your politician who's going to take gooms. Not too often. You can't take shrooms too often. Right. I call shrooms and gooms interchangeable because I got a friend who says gooms and it's hilarious. You got to take them every three months. Right. Because my mom, I'm like, ah, occasion do them. She's like, I'm going to become schizophrenic. I told you, you know, it's, I already got a haunted house. I, I don't need to be hearing more fucking noises in my goddamn house. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to be, I don't need to be having that. So it also seems like, you know, I, I you know, if I could avoid it, it's best to avoid it. You know, I feel like this podcast would be a little bit more interesting though, but it's best to avoid it personally. So yeah, take them, take them occasionally, but your politicians will be taking them occasionally too. That's the issue with all these people. They haven't had a bad goom trip. So everybody, you know, be a little happy. Take some gooms if you want to. It's your, it's, you know, it's your call. It's your body, your choice. It's, add mushrooms if you want, but it'll, it'll help you out. Mow you out occasionally, but don't do them too often because then you just turn weird. You don't want that. So occasional gooms, way to do it. That's what I'm going to be doing for my Halloween. Maybe. We'll see. On Halloween day, I'm going to. And then I'm going to hand out candy to kids and just be like, it's all over for you. Or I'll be like, look, it's the youth. They are the future, right? I'll be very in that that weird state where you're like thinking of being very contemplative about life. Yeah. Happy Halloween. I hope you guys are dressing up as cool things. Meghan and Markle. Meghan Markle and Harry costumes are not. But Barney and Betty is. It's cool. You know, I'm just going to be wearing boxers, hanging out in like a loincloth. It's going to be fun. I, I dig it. It's going to be a fun little time. So yeah, happy uh, happy Halloween. I wanted to, I wanted to let you guys also know. I looked up. So someone was asking me, "Hey, is this uh, what is it? Is this Bozum?" And I love Bozum. Right? I love when people call me Bozum or the Bose. I think the Bose is my father. Bozum's cool. My dad also has the Instagram Bozum. Way to do it. But I was looking it up, and there's this show. And I was trying to say bosom, right? And I'm like, how do you spell bosom? I thought it was like a possum, like bossum, right? B o s s u m, not it. It's actually B-O-S-U-M, right? That means bosom. It means woman's chest. And there's also like that bosom bows, bros thing, which is, or bosom, bosom buddies, bosom, bosom, bosom buddies, the whole show. I don't realize it was a show. So the whole bosom buddies thing, everybody's like, hey, you have bosom buddies, which just means you're good friends with a guy, but we just can't admit our emotions. That's like where all fall is his gender. It's like, if you get close with a guy, everybody's like, you're bosom buddies. It's like chicks, like, I had a woman cry in my car yesterday while I drove her for a lift and she just cried in her car to her friend. It's like, if a guy did that, I just look at the guy and I just shake my head. That's just how sad society is, man. We need to cry more. And so if you're bosom buddies with someone, you guys just enjoy each other. It does not mean you guys like doing things with, your, with the, with the bosoms. And if you guys do the best of luck to you, but you know, just cause you're hanging out with another guy, it doesn't mean you're a bosom buddy, but I looked it up. So bosom B I guess B O U S M bosom bosom, you know, means, means tits, right? It's tits. It's great. Um, but Bosom Buddies is a show with Tom Hanks in the 80s where they live, uh, him and some other guy, they're ad guys, they're marketing guys right over here. That's why I love it already. 
the marketing guys. The, it, it combines everything. It's a foreshadowing how things going to go. They're in New York, and their apartment gets demolished or something, right? So they have to move it. They move in with one of their friends who has a good deal in the room. Here's the catch, though. It's a girls-only like apartment or something, which I think means a woman's shelter. I, I was just watching the. I was watching the, the trailer. I don't know. It's a girls-only apartment or something. Maybe it's a dormitory. I have no idea. But personally, he's just like. They both go in, right? Tom Hanks and some other guy. I don't know. Some blonde guy who looks like the Beach Boys. You know, they are they pretend to be women to make rent in New York City. And it's it's a fortune telling and the healthy, you know. Here's the thing. In New York, I guess we're like friends. Everybody friends, everybody had their own penthouse and they were like waiters. So you're like, this is nonsense. How I met your mother is nonsense. It's like an architect affording like a you know, a place in Manhattan. It's like, no, sorry, no. He'd be living all the way in goddamn, where is it? Not the Bronx. He wouldn't be living in the Bronx. He'd be living in Staten Island, Ted. Ted would be a Staten Island guy. He'd go down. He'd, he'd have his Blue Lives Matter flag over there in Staten Island. But that's the thing. You can't afford to live in Manhattan. So this show really captures that these guys start cross-dressing to get a better deal. I don't know. It's I don't know if it's cancelable. It's But Tom Hanks was in it. You guys should. It's bosom buddies. There's two, there's two seasons of this. Here's what I love is the ad people like were like, yeah, it's a great idea. What if we had to pretend to be women to live in an apartment and get cheap rent? It's like, well, maybe maybe it's time for uh, you know move out of New York, get a better paying job. Like I'd I'd cut some I'd cut some bills out, right? I wouldn't have Netflix if it doesn't mean that I have to like dress around and drag. And there's there's no no stress for dressing around and drag, but if I'm not like into drag, it seems like a really big hassle, right? Dressing in this stuff, having to, like be disguised, no. What they're just hanging out with this like lady. I mean, also are they gonna bring like women to this apartment? That's like a women's only thing. They're like, wait up, or they're just like, you know, then they reveal that they're men and like the lesbians don't want them. It's a whole thing. It's it, why not just move? Why not move? That seems like the whole like, I guess ending the bosom buddies is instead of like them faking being women in New York and like dressing up as women and like talking to the gals over there at like the lobby. Like why don't you just move? Move you to move from New York. Get better paying jobs. Or cut the bills, right? Americans, we live uh, we live paycheck to paycheck. Cause a lot of time we just buy nonsense. That, that's that's the thing. Dressing dressing how you don't want to is not nonsense. That's like that's like a definite reason to definitely pay that bill. So I don't know. Anyway, go watch Bosom Buddies. I don't I don't have the time to really watch it, but it seems interesting. It seems interesting. If you guys got any reviews on this, like the first, I guess Tom Hanks being a like, I don't know. Someone should cancel Tom Hanks for that, right? He was also like, you know, uh, yeah, Tom Hanks, right? Captain Phillips, right? Where he, he's uh, he's hassling African guys. I mean, Tom Hanks should be chaos. You know, he's he's hassling African guys on a big ship, right? It's not good. White guys and African guys in big ships, not a good idea, usually. And then, you know, this other thing, he's cross-dressing to go into apartments and go, like, live his, uh, you know, selling New York fantasies. It's just, it, it's insane. Just get a cheaper apartment. Live be live live within your means, Tom. Anyway, everybody, if you want to, yeah, go check out Bosom Buddies if you have a chance. All right, I got a few news stories. I got a few news stories for you. One of them was international, and it just fascinated me so much, right? Everybody's just thinking, you know, everybody's just thinking about Christmas or Halloween, right? No one's no one's paying attention to the news. I'm not really either, but I found this one story that popped up while I was doing homework. I loved I loved it. Nuclear engineer wife from Maryland charged with espionage in West Virginia. I, I, I love this story. So essentially this couple watched a bunch of those, uh, what is it? Like that 1980s movie about spies. You know, it was on Netflix, right? The, the Americans. 
basically they watched they watched a few scenes of the Americans. The wife has blue hair, which I love. I think she's uh what is it? She's a humanities teacher. So she's the lookout. Yeah, so she served as the lookout, right? And they watched a few episodes of The Americans. And they're like, you know, what better idea than to sell national security secrets? If these, if this American couple could do it, you know, and they're clearly not American, but they're like, if these people from Russia who are really talented could do it, why can't we? So the humanities teacher, Blue Hair, is a lookout. And I like, I like the article. It said, not a great lookout. It's a good point. Someone with blue hair draws a lot of attention. You don't want them as a lookout. But the husband's even worse. He's selling nuclear secrets, right? He's a Navy nuclear engineer. You know we only hire the best in America. That's what you love. We only hire the best. So he's a Navy nuclear engineer. And they've been arrested and charged with espionage because he tried to sneak out this file about nuclear submarines to a guy. To a guy. Uh, wait up. Let's. I'm going to read this act. For almost a year, they allegedly sold information known as restricted data concerning the design of nuclear-powered warships through a person they believed was a representative of foreign power. I got to tell you, I don't think it was. I don't think it was. And then the best part is, it says, investigators said when Jonathan Toby, Toby, you know, a lot of time you're not supposed to say their name, but Jonathan Toby, you're an idiot dropped a computer memory chip it was placed inside a peanut butter sandwich this is like goddamn elvis sneaking shit in with fried peanut butter sandwiches it's it's ridiculous this is ridiculous you guys got caught look at this i don't i mean i don't think it's a good idea to be giving nuclear secrets around personally right that's it's a kind of sensitive information but do do your research right I don't appreciate, I appreciate a hustle in every regard. If you guys actually had done this and you guys had hustled and like really got your shit together and became spies, great. But you guys were selling peanut butter sandwich files to, I don't know, some random guy. Some guy probably just seen how long you'd go for it. Just walked in, I am a Russian spy. You know, I could do that shit, get free peanut butter sandwiches. So essentially, now they're in court. And I appreciate a hustler. But I don't appreciate a stupid hustler. And so you guys are stupid hustlers. You guys deserve what happened to you. Next, we have three stories. Top story is Bozeman. So there's a financial tech firm moves headquarters to Bozeman. So that's the other sub sub target, right? We got we got our truckers who need their men. We got the Q people. And we got the finance bros. All of which, I believe, have a lot of similar traits. A lot of methods involved. Right? Adderall, you know, same thing. Adderall powers finance. Meth powers the economy. Adderall powers finance and meth powers transportation. Without either, we'd have nothing. Okay? So, Quidova is moving in. Quidova, come join the podcast. We'll talk about Bozeman news. We'll talk about what, how I can make it better for you guys at Bozeman. Sound good? Next, downtown Bozeman trick-or-treating canceled yet again. I don't know. I don't know what to say there. I mean, I, I guess kids aren't vaccinated, so I guess there's a big concern. You know, so best of luck. I hope they have masks. I hope they're able to do something. I hope they all have fun, right? To the Bozeman kids, if I was one of the, if I was the mayor right now, I'd pick up one of the Bozeman kids and just kiss them on the forehead, and I'd be like, "We're gonna, we're going trick or treating." I'm like, "No one's gonna stop us, not no virus, right?" And I'd just pick up all the kids and we'd all go and go trick or treat, and it'd be cool. And they'd, they'd all get COVID, and I'd be the worst mayor ever. <laughs> so that's why I gotta work on my PR shit. That's why we gotta hire a PR person for the Bozeman Bozeman motives, right? Because I do such a great PR stance, bring all the kids out for trick or treat, and then the whole COVID would run, would run rampant through the schools. So, yeah, 
I guess I, I guess I wouldn't think of the kids first, actually. As Bozeman mayor, I would not think of the kids first. I'd make them stay inside, locked away for their own safety. See? There you go. It's time to think like a, like a mayor. Okay, and that says Bozeman using new leaf tool, new tool to help with leaf pickup. See, that's what I like about Bozeman. A lot of L.A. stories, right? That's just, there's a lot of stuff going on. But here it's, hey, we got a financial tech firm no one truly knows, Cordova, right? All right. Okay, we got some kids trick-or-treating. They're, they're a little sad, right? That's a little bit local news. And then they have a new tool for leaf pickup. It's like, okay, that's a small town, right? That's a small town article. We got some tools to pick up the leaves. It's like, okay, well, that's a good. Small towns, small towns. I'm going with my girlfriend. We're going to Iowa to go visit her brother. I'm, a, I'm, I'm down with it, right? I wasn't, I mean, Iowa, it's like, okay. But I'm, I'm going to go look at all the corn and soy fields that like feed all of us Americans. Right, I got to look at like they make uh, corn into high fructose corn syrup and you know xanthan gum. I think they make corn into everything. It's really insane. Corn is like corn is the shit. You know what can I say? Corn is the shit. If I, we could get sponsored by some corn dealers, I would love that. Right, the U.S. food system is all corn dealers. I want to get sponsored by them. Right, this Bozeman mayor was sponsored by corn. We need more corn. Everything. Corn is in so much goddamn shit. Go look it up. You'd be like you'd be shocked. You're eating like a piece of steak. You're just eating corn. I don't know how it works, but it's insane. So we're going to go do that. And then we're taking a bus. We're taking a four-hour bus ride to Chicago. So we're going to stay with her. We're going to go watch her nephews and nieces. It'll be a fun time, right? I'm excited. I'm excited my girlfriend gets to go enjoy herself over there. I think she's really going to look. She's looking forward to it, and that makes me happy. I hate searching for hotels. Searching for hotels is the worst. So we're, we finally got a nice hotel in Chicago after, like, searching for three hours and reading all the reviews, you know ducking in between bed bugs and shitty service and, you know, people having COVID and blood stains on the bed. You know, searching for hotels is one of the worst things because you just imagine you're going to walk into like the shining hotel every day. So I think I made the right pick. You know, I'll let you guys know how it is. So the first one is Swiss Hotel. Swiss Hotel. I, it's maybe Swiss Hotel. It's a terrible name, but it's nice, right? Swiss people are nice, you know. They're neutral, right? It's a neutral hotel. It doesn't really make up its mind. And the first thing that sucks is it said 90, right, on trip.com, which I looked at the reviews for trip.com. Like, it's just it's just going down rabbit holes. You looked at the reviews for trip.com. It says that trip.com has been stealing money from people or something. So then you see on Expedia, it's $225. And you're like, okay, well, at least I get some maybe good stuff for this. Not true, it seems. Let me let me read to you a few reviews. You always you want to go most helpful. And then, you know, it's it's most helpful is usually nice. Oh, one of the best experiences I ever had, most helpful. But I go lower score. Lower score is good. You, got, you want to know the cautions you're walking into. So here's one of them. The location is a plus. It's from Angie. Dear Angie, it's my bad finger. It's a bad, great bad finger song. Dear Angie, uh, dear Angie, let's, let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about why you didn't like this resort deal. Location plus caution. Every staff member that I came in contact with was horrible and rude. No valet was offered, so parking was terrible. The room was dirty and came with long black hairs in the refrigerator. I will never recommend this hotel. So on from Michael. Plus location minus cleanliness. I got bit by a spider and the hotel did not do anything. It's like, yeah, maybe um I don't know, maybe they were being funded by uh the Green Goblin. I don't know. Who knows? That's also kind of ridiculous too, right? Like you want them you want what do you want the hotel to do? Kiss it? You know, they want the fucking in the middle of a pandemic for the for the reps receptionist to just go, hey, let me give you a kiss. You know, let me let me let me kiss your wound. Let me make it better. What you think they're supposed to have like a nurse on site in case of spider bites? This is a very particular curious case, Michael. 
I like that he commented plus location. Um, let's see. This one's this one I like. The room is great. View of the Chicago River is amazing. Staff is friendly and helpful. Okay, this is a verified hotel guest. You won't even speak his name. It's probably one of the employees. It's probably one of the employees that actually complain about their job. Let's see. Room was quiet. No king beds available because staff couldn't clean the rooms in time for check-in. We get it. It's tough. Those people work very hard. Hotel hotel cleaning people are some of the hardest people I've ever seen. Hardest working. You try to clean a room in 40 minutes. Like Their life is incredibly hard. Upon leaving, only one elevator out of six were operating, so we could not get to the lobby with droves of people leaving. Droves. I love that. such a vision. Droves of people piling out into Chicago, St. Chicago. Had to walk down 29 floors with our luggage. Okay, so I'm already like, mm, this might be 200 bucks. And it looks like I'm going to have to be walking down 29 floors with luggage. Not a, not a fan. So then we're going to Warwick Allen. It's a nice, it's like a 1920s hotel, right? It's all relatively priced. Bookings, 105. Priceline's 105. Expedia's 105. You know, it looks nice. 3.8 stars. Okay, that's good. And then here's the most helpful. When it's the most helpful reviews and they're shit, it's terrible. I have stayed in Chicago many times, but this is my first at the Warwick Alec, and it would be them at last. I feel the photos of the room were deceptive. I love deceptive photos. Um, and it was by far the smallest room with an odd layout that I had. It's the oddest layout that I've ever, well, the odd layout I have ever stayed in. It's a weird sentence. There were holes in the blankets. I love that. And sheets. Surfaces were dusty and stains on the carpet. And there were dirty dishes piled in the hall that were not touched the entire four days we were there. I, I mean, that's an image, right? Is that, is that not, um, is that not that Stephen King movie, right? I mean, it's just a disgusting hotel. It sounds the bathrooms were pretty nice and the staff were friendly and the location was convenient, but none of these were a demon enough to get me to ever consider staying here again. This is not a four star hotel. Any holiday Inn express is far nicer, which is why I went to holiday Inn express. I know I went to the corporate overlords, but I don't want to get holes in my bed. It was okay. This is from net B. It was the dirtiest room ever. The carpet was stained. And we were we were we were in the corner looking at the wall. <laughs> they were in a corner looking at the wall. No cable, nothing but infomercials. Thank goodness it was just for one night. I love that. You gotta yeah, you gotta sell people while they're there, right? Make them look at corners and infomercials. Best part was it was close to everything. They said they rented me two queens and there were really two full beds. That's nice. Um, pros, very friendly staff and great location. Cleanliness and no Wi-Fi were the biggest factors. It's like the 20. It's like the 20s. Carpet was staying and had a hole in it. They just, it seems like they could have a lot of smokers at this hotel, which I don't necessarily mind. Uh, the kicker was you had to pay for Wi-Fi. I was shocked. Oh, besides being dirty, damaged. Let's see. The room had visible damages and was just out of date. Oh, the tiny bathroom had lime buildup on the faucet and there was not thoroughly clean. Besides being dirty, damaged, and outdated, the bed wasn't even a queen. It was a full. Oh, oh my. Oh no. So yeah, that's, that's, oh, this is from Matt Williams. This is me. This is why you got to look at the reviews. I didn't listen to the reviews and regret it. Rooms are worn down. This place is a two to three star hotel. Not sure why they'd say it was for uh, marketing, uh, making money. You're not sure why they'd lie and say it was a four. The only thing that looked like a four is the lobby. That's nice. Sometimes lobbies are nice. Uh, he couldn't stream Netflix on the Wi-Fi. Also, uh, also, TVs are smart TVs and only had local channels. Yeah, support local news. Lobby light skin lady is also not polite. I love there's a skin lady. Pay a little extra and book something else. The only good thing is the location. 
right, so that one looks like, oh, here's here's the last one. This one, Haley. My boyfriend and I stayed here for one night last week. I thought it was going to be a nice, clean hotel while booking it. But boy, was I wrong. At the beginning, it seemed nice. The lobby's on the second floor, and it was a nice lobby. Reception was very kind and helpful. However, when we stepped onto the elevator to go up to the 19th floor, the elevator was rocky. You love that. In a, in a 20s elevator, you want to feel like you might die, like it's the 20s, right? That's why all the, that's why they had all the great artists in the 20s, is because the elevators were always telling them they were going to die. And it's important. You got to... To be to be a good artist or a good person, you got to feel like you're on the edge of death. So rocking elevators, we should bring back. As Bozeman mayor, that'd be one of my conditions. Is we need to we need to revamp all the elevators with old shitty technology. It's an old building, so expect it. But for someone scared of elevators, it was nerve wracking. Could you imagine that she's like acting like it's a roller coaster? I like Haley. Haley seems like she has fun though, acting like it's a roller coaster. For the span of one night, we had to replace our key card four times because they would not, they would not work past one entry into the room. That's hilarious. In the room, it was small and seemed dusty. There were spots in our towels. They loved the spots in the towels of the Warwick Allen at Warwick Allerton. It was super. Uh, this is a cloud. There were spots in the towels, so they were clearly were not washed. The forehead stuff all over it, dust, dirt, lint. That wasn't even the breaking point. We lay in bed, and lo and behold, bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, our bed had bed bugs. We went downstairs and switched rooms, obviously. I'm next to my inspector to make sure there was nothing. But there were little blood stains all over the sheets, indicating bed bugs. At checkout, they only took $50 off and would not give a refund. They said they had to wait for the exterminator to confirm it was bed bugs, but clearly they were. Even reception said so. <laughs> reception, they got bed bugs on there. That's so funny. Uh, I've been trying to get hold of them about the, what the exterminator said, and no one will answer. Overall, I had a really bad experience. All the back and forth turned on a nice trip into a stressful one. We can, we cannot wait to get out of there. Do not recommend. And my girlfriend, you know, I'm I'm sometimes a cheap person, so I can't go to this goddamn Warwick Allen Hotel with bed bugs. You know, it's just gonna let me make them look terrible. So that's why I gotta look at these nice reviews, right? Like I I don't know. I want to give my girlfriend the best. I don't want to give her goddamn bed bugs and her thinking I'm a cheap bastard. So we still a goddamn Sheraton or uh, what is it? Uh, a Hampton Inn. Let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna read to you the review of our hotel. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. So here's the review of our Hampton Inn Hotel. Um, so we got some great reviews, right? We got some, definitely a good place to stay. The restaurant was very convenient, walking distance to Millennium Park, the bean, which is cool. The bean story is basically, there's like this little uh, silver bean in Chicago. And basically the story is this guy made this paint that was like the most dark color ever. It was like, it was very, it was like black on black. And then he patented it. And then he made the, he built the bean with all this money. He's like, I copied this color. No one could ever use it. And so someone just made a darker black than him. And he lost all his money. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he didn't lose all his money, but you know, thank God a good chunk got taken. You don't, you don't copyright a color. That's stupid. Lots of restaurants and bars, a variety of shopping stores. You know, they were not doing housekeeping, but one could request supplies and they were always delivered quick enough. Um, okay. That's fine. Now this one. Rooms were clean and staff were friendly. Before you check the hotel about the complimentary metric, about the complimentary breakfast, it seemed over the past few months they have stopped and this has not been updated online. I gave it two stars that I booked mainly for the complimentary breakfast, so I was super disappointed checking very late and they told that this would not be available. The stay was good and the rooftop pool was nice. This lady gave it two out of five stars. Georgia, Georgia, Georgianina, Pangani, Pangani. 
I don't know. Go look at the Hampton Inn downtown Chicago Magnificent Model if you want to get the, her name. George, I'm going to give it one more try. Georgina Pangani. She gave it two stars just for that. So I'm not going to stress if you guys don't have complimentary breakfast. Just thank you for not having roaches. I didn't read anything about roaches or anything about blood stains or holes in sheets or goddamn bed bugs or elevators breaking down. So this seemed fine, right? That's what you have to settle for in this life, right? Yeah, sometimes you just got to make compromises in this life, you know? That's the compromise I'm going to make for the Chicago trip is no eggs over easy, and hopefully I won't get bitten by bed bugs because I got no eggs over easy, right? You know, we all got to make compromises, and I'm not even worried about getting bit by the bed bugs. I'm worried about my girlfriend getting bit by the bed bugs, right? Because she thinks I'm cheap. You know, if she gets bit by bed bugs, she's going to know I'm cheap. And I'm trying not to be cheap at this hotel, you know? I'm dropping a little Benjamin on it, right? So bed bugs, don't fail me now. You got to be my wingman. Get it? Because I got wings. I didn't get it either. It wasn't that good. First song, though. First song you got to listen to. Right? My last little Halloween recommendations. You got to go classic. Got to go Monster Mash. What I love about the Monster Mash is the guy paid his bills for 80 or like 60 to 60 years, I think, until he died with the Monster Mash. He paid his bills with the Monster Mash. So if you're ever thinking like, hey, I want to make like a St. Patty's tune, go for it. You know, why not? Pay your bills for 60 years. And he's got a lot of free time until, like, October, and he's slammed, right? He's just going to, like, West Virginia. I mean, he's going to a lot of strange places, I'm guessing. The Monster Mash, Bobby Pinkett as, like, the headliner. It's a pretty small town, right? But he, he paid his bills for the whole time. I, I love that song, right? There's a lot of fun things about that song. One of the things I love about it is that uh, Dracula is bringing his son to a party. He's like, Dracula and his son. You know, he's describing the guests of the party. And that's a weird mix, right? First of all, Dracula, like father of the year, right? Bringing his son to a party with monsters. Terrible. What a terrible idea. Like these all seem like shady characters for sure. Couldn't afford a babysitter. And I feel like there's a weird relationship there. There's definitely a weird relationship because I just feel like the kid's kind of like more of a millennial and he's dealing with Dracula and Dracula just like just will stick his teeth into people's necks and start sucking their blood. And the son's like, hey, did you uh, ask for consent for that? And the dad's like, no. No, ah, ah, ah. I did not ask for consent to bite the neck. Ah, ah, ah. And the son is just, like, shocked. Like, you know, he's kind of realizing, like, his dad might be, like, a... Not a Bill Cosby, but close. I mean, he's just biting women's necks and stealing their blood. It's not good. You can't ask people to steal their blood. I mean, they, they were mostly going after, like... I always, you always think with Dracula with, like, women's necks, which is strange. Like, he doesn't go after men. Like, it'd be cool if he's, like, a bisexual you know, vampire, going after both equal opportunity vampire, but it always seems like he's going after women, which I don't particularly like. I'm sure his son doesn't either. So his son would probably start asking for consent to bite women's necks. They'd all say no, you know, or they'd be like, yeah, and then he actually gets teeth in there and be like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Like, this guy's like a total virgin, you know, biting my neck, strange. And yeah, his son's probably anemic as hell. He's like probably like a vegan son, right? He's anemic. It doesn't get good at iron levels. I don't know. I feel like uh, Dracula's son's an interesting character. Other interesting characters you got to listen to. Got to listen to if you want to, right? It's your call. But Maxo Cream, Weight of the World. I, I love the whole album. Go listen to They Say, where he just talks about people talking shit about him, which is great, right? You want to know someone's aware that people are talking shit about him. Maxo Cream's just saying, you know, he's got the way of the world. He's also a heavy set rapper, which I like the title. And he's just, he's got great, like heavy set rappers have a greater perspective, like Biggie, you know. I want hot presidents. I want fat rappers. I think that's the way it goes. I think that's a natural order. Yeah. Go listen to those. Go listen to Bobby Pinkett dance a little bit to the Monster Mash. 
I'm going to do some gooms. Happy Halloween. You enjoy yourself.